0: Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our health journey on WW something that we've learned, maybe something that we've struggled with bottom line there's no hiding no trying to make ourselves better than we are it's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change on today's real ww talk we want to welcome all the new ww members and those joining again in time for the holidays we share some tips some tricks and we also answer some questions posed on connect are you ready let's talk Well, hello there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. And we are glad and want to welcome you here. If you are brand new to Real WW Talk, we are glad that you are here. Um, we've had a lot of wild and crazy things happening in each of our lives, but we've been continuing on the ups and downs of all of that and uh, just trying to do the best that we can <laughs> to, to maintain and or lose in a really crazy time. Candace, you want to kick us off?
1: Well, my big news for the week, for those who are on any of our social media, you saw I was not shy in sharing that I rang the bell and have officially completed the chemo portion of this journey. Um, I For those who don't know, I am on a breast cancer journey. I was diagnosed back in April and I was told that I had to do chemotherapy first. So I completed 16 rounds of a very intense chemotherapy with very minimal side effects. I'm super excited. And uh, that's really the highlight of my week. I'm still smiling about it. I do have some other things left in terms of treatment, but I'm staying in the moment and staying grateful for right now. So I just finished doing a workout before we started talking this evening, so mm. energy is still good. So I'm just feeling really, <laughs> really, really happy.
0: That's awesome! Yeah, so proud. You, um, Candace, sent us a picture, um, and she had some some friends, some people who gifted her an incredibly beautiful photo shoot and did her makeup and all that jazz. And she sent us the picture, and we're like, "Hold up for a hot second. <laughs> I was like, I hope David, your husband, is taking you out tonight because you look too fine to be left indoors. We definitely
1: went to Target and walked around all the aisles
0: <laughs> so that everyone oh.
1: could see the makeup. <laughs> and my son <laughs> tried to take off the eyelashes that they put on. It was great. Okay. No, but it was really nice. And I can't wait to show you all the photos. Um, it was a wonderful gift they did. They honored, um, breast cancer survivors, and it just so happened to happen right after uh, I rang the bell the day before. So I'm just so grateful for different organizations and people who have been supportive on this journey. I didn't realize as, you know, somebody who wasn't in this world before, like how much, um, when you hear about groups that, that really do do things for people who are going through a difficult time in their lives and you wonder if the money or the resources are necessary, it really is. Like it means a lot when you're feeling sometimes not very proud of how you look or how you feel to have somebody to take time to make you feel, feel beautiful. So it's a beautiful thing. It was really, really nice. So I'm, I'm excited to show you all what it looks like and excited to move forward on the journey. So what about you guys? How was your week?
0: Ricky? you want to go? Sure.
2: Um, so I had a good week. It was, um, Pretty busy. I kept, you know, moving. I've been getting almost ten thousand steps every day. Part of that has been with work, um, and part of it's just been doing a little walking after. Um, and that's been feeling. That's just felt really good, just to to keep moving and to to keep myself busy. And um, yeah, I went to the pumpkin patch over the weekend and. It was just nice to have just an experience where I could be on my feet all day and feel good about getting my steps. You know, as an adult, you know we don't always have those opportunities, or we might choose things that revolve around food to do with our friends. But that's the one thing that you know I love about this season is like it's not too cold yet, and you could be outside, and it's not blistering hot, and you can just see all the different activities and, and get movement in that way. And I got 10,000 steps on Saturday too, just from that. So
0: um, it was a good week. That yeah. sounds so awesome. I think that's one of the hard things. Um, when you start adopting a, a healthier lifestyle is you realize how many of your friend adventures or family adventures revolve around food and doing mm-hmm. dinner. And so it, you're, you're right. It's such a freeing and such a cool thing to get to a place where you can actually be together with friends and have fun, but it's an activity Mm -hmm. where you're actually doing something. That's so cool that you guys did that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And that's an even more brave because like
1: the pumpkin patches and the different places have those apple cider donuts and mm-hmm. that, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I have to really work on reframing and getting to where you are. Cause I totally would be
2: there. Like, where are the apple cider donuts? Like? Well, I did enjoy donut. <laughs> I didn't, but you know, it's, it's the only time of year. Like it's funny, Trader Joe's started selling them, but I don't buy them from there because it's like. I'm going to wait until I go to a pumpkin patch. They're warm at, at this. I don't know if they're warm at every mm-hmm. pumpkin patch, but at this one, they serve them warm. And it's like, this is where I'm going to get them from. And and it's going to be a special thing that I just have once a year.
0: You know what? You just reminded me that this time last year, I went to the apple farm and picked all the apples and made Isaiah his bougie applesauce. I, oh,
1: yeah. I was wondering why he was in a bad mood. He hasn't had his <laughs> applesauce. From- <laughs> on Aaron like i mean what is he supposed to do like cause that's right that was this time last year it was
0: i got to get on that man yeah. my gosh
1: mix it up um, try something new <laughs>
0: when we so when we talked last week i was not i was not in a good place last week um really struggling um i met with my endocrinologist this week, this week and um or was it this actually last week? Sorry, last week. Um, and I was amazed at how fast we were able to get blood work back for me. Yeah. And the good thing is, is it showed that there are reasons why I've been feeling the way that I feel. Um, and so um, we're working right now to correct medicine and and things that need to be corrected for that. Um, I did put something out on my personal Facebook page and I should probably share it in real WW talk because it's, you know, for Candace right now, you're on like breast health and cancer health for me, thyroid health. It's a really, it's a really important thing. It affects both men and women. Um, but a lot of thyroid health issues, um, can also be similar to other things. And so when I went to visit her, My thyroid is actually healthy. My thyroid is doing really well, but it can cause nutritional deficiencies or struggles because it processes the hormones in your body. Mm -hmm. And um, I also have endometriosis. And so one of the things that we learned through the panel blood work is that I am um, anemic I have low vitamin D and I have low vitamin B as well. And those are all things that can um, bring on depression. Mm -hmm. Um, I told you guys, like I'm losing, like I've been losing my hair and I showed you the one day I like, I just pulled on my hair and like, I like, like a clump fell out Mm -hmm. that, um, anemia causes that low iron levels, um, vitamin D depression goes along with that. If you're really low in vitamin D and especially this time of year Mm -hmm. where we're spending so much more time indoors and the sun is setting faster, it's really important to get extra vitamin D any way that you can. And so Um, yeah, so I'm actually already feeling better today. I already feel lighter in my brain. And so I'm just very grateful that somebody thought to put vitamins and things together. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's already made our already made a big difference in about four days, four days time. So.
1: Well what I'm excited and happy about is that you what took the time to go to your doctor to say something doesn't feel right, these are some things I need to look at because sometimes we can push aside those feelings and the symptoms that we have and minimize them or say like, you know, I'm not going to so the fact that you were again persistent and and said I I just feel like I need to talk about this, I, I'm willing to do the panel, I'm willing to look at what some of the solutions can be, cannot be you know, overemphasized. Mm-hmm. It's how important that is. So I'm super mm-hmm. proud of you for doing Yay. that. And you're getting to see the benefit of feeling even okay. though a lot better.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know it can be really frustrating if you go to the doctor and they say everything's fine. And then you're like, now what? Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, but I don't feel fine. And that's mm-hmm. where the decision has to be made where I say, but I don't feel fine. So what do you, you recommend we do next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think about you, Candice, like, your discovery of breast cancer is because you said, I don't, I know that you're saying it's a clogged milk duck, but this doesn't feel like it. And you were, you went back, you didn't Mm -hmm. accept it for what it was. Mm -hmm. And if you were your own health advocate and you, your breast cancer would not have been discovered as early on as it was, if it wasn't for you saying, I know you're saying this is okay, but I don't feel it's okay. We know our bodies best. And Mm -hmm. even though I think sometimes we can
1: doubt and we know we we put a lot of trust in our doctors and we should, they're very smart and they've gone to school and that's great. But we know when something doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And if one doctor won't listen or, or gives you a, a solution that doesn't seem to fit what it is that you're saying, which is you're fine, go home drink some tea, go to sleep. You're like, "No, yeah, I understand that." And mm-hmm. I could go for a walk, but I really think you need to run some panels on me because something doesn't I just think you need to do it. That is a part of advocacy for yourself and a part of self-love. And it's scary sometimes when you're a people pleaser.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can be a people pleaser and you're like, "I don't really want. I'm not going to tell the doctor what to do. They told me I'm fine." No.
0: Or authority issues, too. And by authority right. issues meaning this person has more authority than me so That's then I That's a better just, way to put it. Mm-hmm. Right? I need to I need to do what they say. Yeah. Like and
2: there's,
0: there's nothing
2: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with going and getting another opinion. I think especially for women, I think sometimes we minimize our pain or minimize our, you know, feelings of discomfort because we just kind of push through or we tend to, to kind of say, "Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine." And, you know, when we get that feeling that something's off and a doctor doesn't validate it, I think it's it's very important to say, "I can get another opinion because this doctor could also be minimizing what I'm saying or what's going on.
1: And, and I'm sorry, the last thing I'll say about it is that we also sometimes really don't want anything to be wrong. So when a doctor says that you're fine and that all you need to do is sleep it off or it's just a clogged milk duct, that would, that's what you would prefer. So you're, you can, you know, you can kind of get lulled into complacency when you're like, but something still doesn't feel right. So that's what's important with what you shared, Aaron, Ricky, I know you shared it with things that you had to do with the doctor and what I did It's just saying, I'm going to continue to push and you're seeing the outcome for it. I'm glad to see you do mm-hmm. seem a little clearer. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you're clogged down mentally, I think it just manifests. People can see it and how you present yourself and how you talk. So I'm happy for you that you feel clearer and a little more.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, So I was, I don't know if you guys have been looking through connect, um, lately, um, but I was scrolling through today and I don't know if it was national join WW day, (laughs) but it felt like every post that I was seeing was I'm brand new to WW. I joined today or here we go again. It's my third time joining and so I think it would be awesome for us, one, to welcome all the people who are new to wow. WW. Congratulations for taking that first step or if it's maybe the third or fourth or fifth step. There is no judgment. There is no shame taking, you know, going away and coming back, gaining weight or I've never left WW, but I've left it plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> gained weight and then mentally rejoined and started tracking mm-hmm. again. Right. Um, so what? I'll I'll just start there for somebody who is brand new, brand new to the journey or rejoining. What is maybe a piece of advice or two uh, to help them on the journey this time around? What would you say? Ricky, you want to go first?
2: Sure. Um, well, so I am, you know, it's hard for me to give this advice because I have, I was successful in the past lost 50 pounds and gained it back. Um, so for me where I am right now, I'm at a point of, I not giving up. Um, I know that Erin, you put it perfectly. I have never truly I have in this, part of this journey. I haven't left, but I've left (laughs) many times. And um, I have had to recommit to tracking recently. And that's where, you know, I'm just beginning again. I'm having to have that tough, you know, come to Jesus moment of, I need to recommit. Because I think a lot of times when I find that the plan, quote unquote, is not working, it's because I'm not working the plan. I'm not putting in the time to track I'm, or I'm not being honest with myself about tracking. So I would say in a nutshell, to be honest, to be honest with yourself about everything you're eating, every little thing, and to just not give up to persist and say, you know, maybe this day or this meal wasn't what I wanted wasn't what I intended to have. Maybe I tracked it after the fact and it was 20, 30 points more than I wanted to have. Um, but it doesn't have to be the end of the day. It doesn't have to, the, the whole week doesn't have to be thrown out. Um, it's not too late to restart and, um, just keep going. love that. Yeah. And yeah,
0: very, very me? true words. Mm-hmm. Uh, if
1: I could add anything, my, my biggest lesson and and suggestion for anyone who's new is please learn from me, listen to all of the 50,000 episodes that we've done and understand that perfection is a myth. Like you do not need to be perfect to do this journey. It's not required. If anything, consistency is more important than perfection. Like, Doing something more often than not has really been a game changer for me. And it took me a long time to get there because every time that I wasn't perfect, I would want to scrap and hide and restart. And um, it really prolonged me making, you know, getting to a successful place because I couldn't allow myself the grace to make mistakes. And part of this journey you're going to learn is. That you're going to make mistakes and that's okay because the really smart people who created the program built that in to the program was for you to sometimes fall off. Um, so that's that, that's a, something I just always want to share with anybody who's new because I wish somebody had said it to me and I had really embraced that because I saw it that as a challenge. Like, oh no, you don't know me. I'm going to be perfect. I have a perfect journal and I'm going to lose weight every single week and it's going to be one to two pounds, just what they said, but I'm going to go for four because, you know, I'm an overachiever. Um, and it, you're going to learn really quickly that that's just
0: not the case. Mm-hmm. Candace, you literally said what I had in my mind, what I was thinking. Um, so I'm going to switch mine up a little bit. Cause I reached into my basket and pulled out the book Oh goodness! <laughs> I think everybody should read *Atomic Habits* by James Clear, uh, because it covers a little bit of what Ricky was talking about—discipline and consistency—and talked about what you talked about and perfectionism. And that if we're creating new habits, um, that perfection isn't the goal; it's the discipline and it's the consistency of it. This was such a such a game changer for me in my journey. I I love this book. I love this book. Um, The other thing that I would say is we don't realize how many of our emotions are tied up into our weight journeys and trying to do the best that we can to extract emotion from it and see it as data and see it as food and not as a memory or as even sometimes a core value for ourselves, um, that it's something that's here to be able to nourish us and fuel us and make us feel great about ourselves when we make those choices, but not tying so many of our emotions into it that if I eat this, I am a bad person. Mm -hmm. If I don't eat this, I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. Um, And being able to literally just separate the emotions from that and be able to say the quicker you can get to a place and go, it's just food. It's Mm -hmm. just a piece of pizza and it doesn't determine my worth or my value on the plan today that you move to freedom so much faster, but it's a lot harder than we think it is because it's all of these things that are ingrained in us for so many years uh, that have to be undone. It's so much more of a mental journey than we think it is. It really is.
2: I would say it even applies so much to our, like what we do outside of food. For example, I went to a wedding a few weeks ago and there was this dress that I found, you know, it being plus size, is easier now as that like with some clothing brands, but it still can be challenging. Even if you find something, you know, in your size to find something that's flattering. So I found a dress that I really liked. It was flattering, but it showed my legs and I don't show my legs, but you know what? I just wore the dress. I said, you know what? I don't care if someone sees my legs and judges me. I, it's not like it was a, a mini skirt. It was to my knees. But <laughs> like to me, that was a big deal because I don't like showing my calves. And I just wore the dress. And I think part of that goes ties in with what you're saying, Aaron, with the food. I think so much of this journey has been challenging for me because I value my, I don't value myself the way I should because of my weight. I I tie in my value with my weight. And as long as I've been overweight, I haven't valued myself at the way I should. And I think a lot of people get to that point where they can't get over that. They can't say, "I, I can value myself right now and value myself as I'm losing weight. And I think when I reflect on times where I have been successful in weight loss, I remember first time I did Weight Watchers, I lost maybe forty pounds or so, and I started at a lower weight than I am now before college. And I still felt overweight. I still felt like I my stomach's not flat, my legs are thick, I'm not fitting in these jeans the way I want. you know, so I didn't value myself. So when I gained the weight, it's not like I saw it right away because I I never valued myself when I was at my lowest. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage people to to value yourself where you are, even when you're at your starting weight, your heaviest weight, see the value in yourself um, as you go on this journey.
1: And I think also knowing that, Ricky, what you're saying is so valid and so relatable because of the culture that we're in, what you're trying to do is the opposite of what we see on social media and what we see from influencers. I mean, I know that there are some people who are really, you know, honed in on the body positivity movement and everything, but there's so many conflicting messages and so much noise right now Mm -hmm. related to our bodies and our self-worth and food. And is there good food or bad food? And are you good or bad for eating it? Our carbs, you know, all of that is something that we all have to, we're trying to, to process. So giving yourself the grace to say, this is a lot um, and it's very confusing information, you know, to know, like, should I love myself now or should I be upset with myself that I allowed myself to get here? Can I eat carbs or are carbs of reason that there's, you know, there's a devil and this is worse. Can I have an apple cider donut or is that me being off plan? All of those things are going to come to you at different parts so of this journey and especially early on when you're trying to make sense of it. And that's why I kind of have chosen to maybe just trust I have chosen this plan for a reason. So I'm going to try to like put my all into doing the plan the way that it was written. And in terms of understanding and that's why they have the mental health piece too, the emotional piece now to WW that I think does focus on what you're talking about, Ricky. How do you have those positive thoughts about yourself? How do you turn away from negative things that can keep you stinking thinking that can keep you stuck, Mm -hmm. you know? Because mm-hmm. I think that all of that ties together, you can't have one without the other. You can't hate yourself into health. Mm-hmm. You know
0: I was gonna say that I think it's really hard to create a positive result if negative is always at the root of it. and you know nine times out of ten when we're we're attempting to make a change, it's coming from a a negative thing or something that we see as a fault or a problem that we're trying to change right? And then all of a sudden we're, we're, we've got to think about how to be positive on it. And so sometimes maybe it's even just looking at whatever this reason of why we decided to make this change. I'm too fat. I can't fit into this, right? Like, which those are all negative, negative, negative words. I think it's okay to acknowledge the truth of a situation. My weight is going to cause me health problems and maybe causing me health problems right now if I don't do something about it. And so I'm choosing to live now my healthiest life and I'm going to follow this plan and do these things because this is going to create this outcome. Do you see, it's a real subtle shift in the language. Yeah, It's not like we're trying to do this to, to, to make ourselves feel bad about what was right. But instead we're, we're framing it in a way that is acknowledging what the truth of the situation is but how are we positively going to make this change? Mm-hmm. And it's so much kinder to ourselves, yeah. to, to your point, Ricky, it's, mm-hmm. it's so much kinder and so much more gentler. And, and, and actually we're creating value yeah. by that approach. And
1: that's not toxic positivity because no. I think that sometimes there can be like, well, you're making it. No, there is something to saying, why is it that I chose this plan? Like, you know, what is it? What is the beauty of this plan instead of what am I limited by? I could focus on the boundaries. So I've only get this many points, and I can only do this. So I could say, isn't it so great that I can eat any food that I want? I can make anything work. Anything can fit. You know, that's not always an option for people who follow other plans. Or you know, right. isn't it great that my body is strong and I am able to move, and that I can get points back when I move? That I can eat if I want to. Those are just. Truths and what you're choosing to put your energy in and energy on and focus on. So, yeah,
0: I love that. I love it. All right, let me give you guys a couple questions um, that I saw rolled out on Connect. This one was N. NFITS1977, who asked this Do you track when you're sick? It's a real yeah. simple question. It <laughs> depends
1: on trying- how sick I am and what kind of sickness, like define sick. Do I have a know- yeah.
0: I think you're a perfect example of the extreme sickness, ma'am, 16 rounds of chemo.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. But that was because I really, one thing that was important to me was treating my body well while I was going through something that was tough. Um, so me counting and me moving and all of that was something I saw as another tick towards my my wellness. I'm doing this to kill the cancer and I'm doing this to keep my body strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking about like if I were like 103 degree fever, I'm in bed, chills, I can barely lift my head. I might not be going and pulling out my tracker just because yeah. just, I just don't feel like it. Um, but if it's like a cold, maybe. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said there's varying levels
2: of sickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you? I could, I was, um, sick What's it two weeks ago and, um, I didn't have a fever, but for me, like, I, I feel like it may have been a low grade one. Um, but it, I was in bed sleeping a lot. <laughs> so it's, so it's not like I was sitting on the couch with a bag of potatoes and, you know, like, so ugh, potatoes, potato chips. Um so for me, <laughs> so for me, it wasn't uh, just like, no, I you i curling up with this
0: bag of potatoes
2: under your arm.
0: Like, I'll make <laughs> you into soup someday. <laughs> 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 Potassium. Yeah. Like you could I use a pillow guys- to lay your head on, not a bag of potatoes, <laughs> yes. but that's what makes you happy.
2: <laughs> hey, everybody's got their thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I think I, for me, I didn't track because I was just focused on resting, um, but I also wasn't eating junk food and it and wasn't. So it's like, I had an idea of what I was eating and it wasn't like, if I were to track it, I'd be tracking into the negative or anything like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I um, tend to track when I'm sick and I even tracked when I had covid because I tend to gain weight when I'm sick. And that's because I'm eating all of the carby things and with like with reckless abandon, because I feel like that's what my body quote unquote needs, which is absolutely the last thing that it needs. So I've over what the past couple of years, I've really switched to when I get sick, I go into hypernutrition mode and I am eating all the bell peppers. I'm eating all the kiwi cause that has like three times the amount of vitamin C as an orange. And I'm making Thai curry because I've got the spices in there and you know, like all the vegetables. Like, so I tend to switch into nutrition mode when I get sick. Um, but I will still track just because I know that my history is I will gain weight when I'm sick because I think I need more food when I do this. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> programming. It's just programming, you know. But
1: you know what's hard for me is if I lose my sense of taste or smell, I don't gain weight because there's no point right. in eating yummy food that I cannot taste. Right. If that's not the worst side effect to any cold. Or yeah. from what? Food. Thankfully, when I had COVID, I didn't lose my taste, my scent, my sense Same. of taste. Mm-hmm. But no, I will eat every vegetable that I hate during that time because I can't taste it. That's the best time I lose super I am super healthy and just drop in tons of weight because I cannot eat. So I always said, don't do this, God. Never mind. I won't say it. Nope. <laughs> never mind.
0: Never mind. All the chickpeas and
1: meatballs coming. Yeah. In yeah. There's a way to get me down to my goal weight that I hope that God never ever does. Okay. <laughs> I love my sense of taste and smell. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right, next question Sandy7139. She posted this on Connect. Do you find that w- what you watch, read, or do in the evening affects your nighttime eating? For example, if I watch something with too much violence, drugs, anger, etc., I eat more. Hmm, interesting. I find for me in the evenings, if I'm sitting down and I'm watching a movie or watching TV, I want the bag of chips. I want something to eat with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not comforted by eating or, you know, drinking a cup of tea or something like that. So I haven't really spent a lot of time in the evenings watching movies or TV or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been reading a lot of books, and it's that's and I read books and I highlight as I read. So I've got the book in one hand and the highlighter in the other. So it's pretty hard for me to do anything else. And also, I wouldn't. Want, I don't want food crumbs in my book. <laughs> so. But yes, I identify um, not what I watch, but if I just watch anything um, at night, I want food.
1: God, again. No, I was going to say for me, I wouldn't say, I, I can't say that I have that as an experience where like there's certain things that I watch. I will say that I can be influenced by commercials of with that have food <laughs> and, and like, oh, look at this drippy pizza that I didn't want pizza until they showed it. And I know that they're, it's all marketing and mm-hmm. they've sprayed it with something to make it look really great. But I might not, have, I can be influenced by, I'm very visual, so that's the only way that I feel like I can kind of be influenced by what I see is is kind of in that way. And then also, like I said, going through social media and people are posting recipes for butterboards and things that I wasn't (laughs) thinking about. And then I'm like, Oh, you know what? I really want butter (laughs) right now. I want some, some sugar butter with some Mm -hmm. croissants. Oh my gosh.
2: Darn you. TikTok!
0: (laughs) (laughs) everybody in their boards. Yeah. I,
2: I, I can relate to not, not like the t- the type of thing that I'm watching, but the time. Um, like if I stay up later, then because I, I tend to go to bed kind of early, like around 9, 930. I'm heading upstairs, um, getting ready for bed and all that. But I find the times that I stay up later and watch something like a movie or something sometimes and, and also the nostalgia kind of thing of, oh, it's a movie. Like, I'm going to watch this movie. It's a Christmas movie. Let me go get some hot chocolate. Or, like, kind of that that nostalgia, like, kind of routine type of thing. But, like, not necessarily. So, so I guess that is kind of a type of thing. Um, I also am influenced by the ads more so with, like, a glass of wine or something. Like, if I see, like, sometimes I'll just want to drink a glass of wine after seeing, like, a, a commercial or, like, a a character show drinking a glass of wine. I don't necessarily go get it, but I start thinking about it. And then I know I need to like change gears, Mm -hmm. do something else.
0: (laughs) This is Anna 297736 on connect. And she says, hello all I'm new to WW and excited to work this plan. I am a night shift nurse needing all the tips and tricks you can give to manage the crazy schedule that comes along with the night shift being a single mom and a part-time student along with a normal life. I'm looking forward to seeing what the next few months will bring. My six-month goal is 40 pounds lost. That is an ambitious six-month goal. She says, I hope mm-hmm. it's attainable. I'm gonna let other people weigh in on that. But I thought for someone who is new, night shift, um, single mom on the go, I would love for each of you to share like a quick meal prep, something that could be packed in the bag. Bum, bum, ba-da.
1: I'm big on protein. Um, so I've recently rediscovered my love of like string cheese and like, I mean, and it sounds so, but like hard boiled eggs, like sometimes like those are things that I can take with me on the go that will really get me that better that filling um, as well as like some of those yogurts that are, you know the little—I don't know the brand, but you can gogurts, gogurt kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, there you can find things like that 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 are quick and on the go and can keep you full. Because protein, for me, when I'm busy, is the only thing that is sustainable in terms of keeping my hunger at bay. If mm-hmm. I do too many carby things, it just makes me hungrier.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I
1: don't know if that's how you all feel, but you know, fruits and vegetables, like apples and things, but apples with peanut butter. Um, but mm-hmm. I've really been on a fan of string cheese right now. I've been on a kick, so. <laughs> But,
2: um, I have a lot of times where I don't really want to make a lunch or I don't want something that needs to be heated up. So sometimes I'll just make a sandwich with six, four, seven bread. A lot of times that's my quick go-to, um, sometimes it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, every now and then I'll get deli meat or something like that and make a, a different type of sandwich. Another thing, Aaron, you started this trend like a long time ago, but like the bento box thing, like make your own bento box. I kind of do that every now and then, and I don't get the string cheese, Trader Joe's. I hope I don't regret saying this because now they're going to be so hard to find because they're local one. But they have mini brie. Oh, yes. they're they're like this small. My coworker Melissa calls them wee brie, and they they're very small, and it's just a nice soft cheese. And I cut it up. And I'll I cut up my apple slices and I'll put a little and, and that is time consuming like doing that part. You don't have to eat it like that. I don't have a long lunch. I'm a teacher, like, but I if I have that, I might put some nuts in a little. Are you going to ask what a bento box is, Candice? I was just going to ask
1: what brie, what does brie taste like because I've never had brie. Now listen, I'm not. I'm just saying I haven't had it. Please don't shoot me. It tastes I just want to like know. Cheese.
0: Like, is it like a, a blue cheesy or is no. it? No, it's a real soft, mild, creamy cheese. It okay. pairs really well with honey and nuts or dried cranberries. It's something that you tend to use more with, with fruits. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause it just has that kind of structure to it.
2: If you'd like, I can give you one of my mini ones for you to try. I feel like you, you should.
0: Do a whole pack. Yeah. You don't have cancer like after all. I mean, yeah, I feel Brie. like you
1: should do that. Um, <laughs> now you can keep the nuts and the other stuff, but the honey sounds great. <laughs> no, <but laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yeah. I, 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 I've heard of Brie, I've seen it, but it's one of those things that when you see a cheese board, I've always avoided it just for no reason. Of course, sure. Yeah, Yeah, that shouldn't
0: surprise us. But I'm like, let's go
1: for the blue cheese. But you know,
0: right out of all the things you could go for, let's just get the most astringent, burn your nose hairs. (laughs) I'm like, bring that on. Give me some of that fungus on it.
2: (laughs) Love
1: it. Forget the nice creamy cheese that pairs well with nuts and honey. Give me the funky cheese. So
2: for the
0: love. Okay, mine isn't necessarily like a kind of a to-go thing, but just thinking if you need like easy, uh, easy meal prep type of thing, I love to make what I call my DIY um, Chipotle bowls. And so, rotisserie chicken. Break that rotisserie chicken down. You can get rice that is already frozen in the aisle. Defrost that rice. Um, a can of black beans. Drain it, or you could use refried beans. Um, I do recommend that you. Do pick up um, a little bunch of s- cilantro because just that punch of the herb makes such a difference. You can either use salsa or you can get the fresh pico de gallo that comes in the container that's usually in the vegetable section. And then if you want sour cream and cheese on it, but literally you just have all those ingredients together and then you can bop, 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 throw it all in a bowl and go for it. Um I will actually, I will put them in the freezer. So I won't even defrost the rice. You can even get frozen black beans. Um, But if you um, rice, black beans and the chicken, and you just put that into the freezer, great. Let that go in. And then you can have your fresh ingredients to go on top, like your salsa, your sour cream, your guacamole, cheese, et cetera. So you can put the one thing in the microwave at work to heat it up and then just add the other odds and ends if you choose to do that on top of it.
1: I think this might be a good time to kind of bring up something that's been a challenge for me. Um, and maybe you all have some solutions and it may be a problem with other ones. Like, Aaron, that sounds like a wonderful op- option and a great thing to do. What do you all use for your bowls or for your serving dishes or to, to transport? Do you all have a, not, maybe not even a brand, but you talked about the bento box, Ricky, like how mm-hmm. you can put things in different sections. I struggle with having so many different, like, containers and not knowing, you know, what is best to transport. Have you all found a system or something that you use that works for you really
0: well um,
1: when you're doing that? Because like you have the little ones for the sauces and, you know.
0: I go in between being super like health conscious or not at all. Mm-hmm. So I use primarily like the glass containers mm-hmm. because then there's no transferring of any you know, if you've got a tomato sauce or something like that, plus you can also bake in them. So if you wanted to make like mini lasagna in a pan or something like that, that's already ready to go. And then I might use the little sauce. I generally try whatever I make, it all fits into that one thing. Okay. And I don't have to be carrying a whole bunch of other little things along with it. Like it's all a one dish meal. Okay. That's the only one, like my DIY Chipotle bowl is kind of the only thing. And what I'll do is I actually take the containers of um, of the Pico, the sour cream which is my vegan sour cream wayfair um vegan sour cream is amazing for anybody who's uh, can't do dairy or chooses not to um and guacamole like i i just keep all of that at work in oh, the fridge okay. in my own little container so all i have to do is just pull you know what i want out after i've heated everything
1: yeah um, that's that's just been so tough for me
0: <laughs> yeah but anything that's a frozen item i will use they're just they're the I don't know their meal prep containers is literally what they're called meal prep containers. You can get them off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so I'll use, I'll also use those. It just depends. If it's going to go in the freezer, I don't put it in the glass because I'm hyper lazy and I'm going to pull it out and put it right into the microwave and can't have glass shards in my food. Okay. So
2: mm-hmm. I have a couple that I like. I had to look it up cause I was <laughs> make sure I, I got the brand there's um Porter um, by W and P I have, um, they sell it on Amazon. It's, it's um, they're all like plastic and they have some glass ones, but they're made without chemicals that can be more dangerous and um, you can microwave it. So the, the one bowl I have, it's shaped like a nice, really wide round bowl, but it has a really well sealing lid. Um, so you, and it has a little bit of a vent so you can microwave it without taking the lid off and having it splatter it in the microwave. Um, so I like that one. The other one, I I do have one by, I think it's by Contigo. I can't remember. It might be another brand, but it's an actual bento box. It's plastic. I don't, like, if I have things, I'm not going to heat up. I'll put it in that. And it comes with its own little mini, like, sauce container for if you have, like, carrots and you want to put dip in it. So I really like that one. But mainly I'll use just that bowl that I mentioned by WMP. And, um, I use just I have a really mini um mason jar. So if I have salad dressing or something, I'll put it in that. Mm-hmm. So, and it seals basin. nicely because sometimes, but, Aaron, I do the same thing as you. I have a second lunch box <laughs> that sometimes I'll bring to work. So a lot of times I'll have my lunch box in the classroom. But then if I want to leave something in the fridge for like a few days, like salad dressing, I don't want to have a hundred hundred things in the fridge with my name on it that we've had a thief at work. So um, (laughs) I, you know, don't want anything touched. I'll keep it in that bag and leave it in there for like a week or something.
1: Thank you, guys. So I think those those are helpful tips, too, because you don't know, you know, you have all these ideas. And then all I'm thinking about is like transporting it. And how am I going to get the sour cream? You know what? I'm just I'm just going to eat out. Like if something seems too laborious, Mm -hmm. I tend to. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, this is going to be just something I'm going to leave us, not for us necessarily to to discuss just because I'm just looking at our time and I know we got to wrap things up. Um, this is EJ Gaines, who is not on WW. He's actually a radio executive that I follow. I was going to say you found him on connect. (laughs) No, he's not on connect. He's not on connect, but he is just, he's, he's just a very brilliant person. Um, And he asked this question on his Instagram today, how might you approach this week differently if you knew that everything would be okay? Maybe not easy or even as planned, but somehow everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great thought shaping question that I just want to. Yeah,
1: just leave that. That's a good one to, to ponder on.
0: Yeah. Like maybe on. we
1: can answer it the next
0: time we chat. <laughs> I, I love think, that. I like and think that. about it throughout the week. Yes. What would be different even about today if you ended today knowing that today is going to be okay? Mm-hmm. It's not going to go as you as you planned. Um, and it's not probably not gonna be easy because that's just not life, but it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be okay. Hmm. There it is. Well, if you again if you're brand new to WW, welcome to the club. If you're rejoining WW, welcome to the club. <laughs> you're in a safe space. We yeah. get
1: you. You
0: are. <laughs> and uh we want to invite you to join our Real WW Talk Facebook group. Um, we have a great community there of people in all different uh, parts of their journey. Um, and by the way, some people that follow us in the group, they're on WW, others are doing calorie counting. So this is really just kind of like a great health space that everybody is welcome to be in and to join because so much of what we talk about transcends even, you know, WW, right? It's so great. Right, the mental, it's all the mental stuff. So please find us on Facebook, just search real WW talk. We are also on Instagram. As well, and YouTube. Where if you are listening to the podcast, you want to see what we look like at your own risk. Go for it. Find us on YouTube. But you can see Candice's fabulous short do that she got rolling. Rocking, guys. I'm trying to embrace this. So make it
1: looking good. Yes. Nice things. Say I want nothing but compliments.
0: Okay. That's right. (laughs) As if anybody would leave anything else. Shame. 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 I still, I still maintain. I love. This that is an added surprise of the whole journey is you can rock short hair girl.
1: That's um, my joke that God did this because he knew there was no other way I was ever going to ever have short hair. He was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give her a touch of cancer just so, <laughs> so
0: <it's-> <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that it works. <laughs> <Just touch. laughs> <Just rock. laughs> All right. We wish you a great week. And again, I'll ask the question: how might you approach this week differently if you knew that everything would be okay?